All right, welcome back, Mariners Pod, back once again. Thanks for being here. It has been a while, much longer than planned. Uh, I apologize for that. This year has gotten off to a rocky start for the broadcast team, but things are getting back to normal, and uh, so Mariners Pod should be back to normal moving forward. So it's great to be back. It has been a really fun stretch for the Mariners, obviously, and I think you're going to enjoy this one. Shannon Dreher had a very fun conversation with Ty France that you'll hear in just a couple of minutes. But it just continues. The start to the road trip last night in Tampa Bay, Mariners win 8-4. to four. They have won four games in a row, of course, 7-2 and two on that last homestand. They've won seven of their past eight, just playing some great baseball. And last night was just more of the same, plenty of offensive fireworks, but really, Logan Gilbert, the story last night, he was sensational. Gilbert ready, rocks, deals, swing and a miss, took some off, pulled the string on a change. Lau was helpless as he cuts through, and Logan Gilbert is on his game. Four strikeouts. One, two, three in the third, and the Rays without a run or hit so far tonight. For Logan, five and two-thirds, two hits, no runs, three walks, seven punches, his ERA at 0.40 now, which is just incredible. Dominated a good Rays lineup last night. Here's what Logan had to say after the game. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I grew up around here an hour and a half, so had a lot of friends and family here, and um, just to know that that was them, that they showed up, that they supported me, it meant a lot. Any estimates of how many people were all there? Uh, I saw like maybe 50 after the game out there, something like that. I mean, you pitched your last year, but is it easier this time around? I remember last year you said it was like different. Was it easier this time around? Um, yeah, probably a little bit. I think just the whole season in general, feeling a little more comfortable and uh, made some changes that I, I like how I feel right now. So I think I've settled in maybe a little more. Stuff-wise, how did everything feel tonight? Um, it was okay. Um, I think good enough to use everything. Um, I was fighting my fastball a little bit, getting away from me, so not always getting in good counts, but felt like I could go to my off-speed in big situations when I needed it. Just touching on that, you being able to make that pitch when you need to make that pitch, how much have you grown in that regard since you made your debut last year? Yeah, um, I would say a ton. That's huge, especially at this level and uh, slow things down, minimize it. Um, that's, I think, how some of the innings got kind of big last year. Um, so just trying to put a stop to any momentum they have by making the big pitch. Um, easier said than done, but it's been going pretty well. Well, you made four starts. You've allowed one run over four starts. But you and Scott have both said after each of them, you haven't had everything. I mean, is it, you look at that, the success you're having, and you haven't had the one complete game where everything's felt right, have it? Right. Yeah, no. Um, I think that's just the, the emphasis on the competing, like I said, last game after last game. Um, you're not always going to have the best stuff. And um, I feel good with where I'm at, but at the same time, I know that I haven't put it all together yet. So that's why the emphasis on competing and just like finding a way is so important out there. When you get that seven run all at once, does that change the, your approach? Yeah, that's huge. I mean, those guys did awesome tonight um, behind me defensively. And then, of course, during that inning and the whole game, putting up those kind of runs, just try to go right after them. And in a situation where I already had a couple walks, I was just trying to be even more aggressive and uh, get ahead in the zone. Seeing the way that you guys have kind of exploited the other team's mistakes, I mean, is that is that a characteristic of what a good team does? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, 
when things like that happen, you try to find a way to capitalize on it. We've done a pretty good job of that so far. And I think that says a lot about where we're at, especially early in the season. Logan, you're so competitive on game days and so focused. When did you know Skip was here? Did you see him right away or what? Uh, I, su- I think right before the game, something like that. I don't, I don't think I talked to him until he took me out maybe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I saw him come in before the game. Then for the Mariners offensively, more of the same. A ton of base runners, a ton of traffic, and they did some serious damage, taking advantage of a couple of miscues in the fourth inning. How about a seventh spot in the inning? The pitch to Julio. Swung on, a rocket into the gap in right center field. That is going to the wall. Toro's going to score. Here comes Murphy. He's held at third, cruising into second as Julio as he smashes a double into the gap. And the Mariners extend the lead. It is three to nothing, M's. That baseball was pulverized. And for the season, the Mariners have the best WRC plus of any team in Major League Baseball. 127, just ahead of the Angels and the Mets. Uh, they've had the best walk rate in all of baseball so far to start this season. One of the top teams in scoring runs. They continue to do plenty of damage offensively up and down the lineup. And on top of that, Scott Service was back last night managing his first game in a while. Here's what he had to say. Uh, great to be back and a uh, good chance to, to watch Logan Gilbert do what he does. Um, you know, really uh, set the tone for us tonight against a very good team. And, uh, you know, maybe not quite as sharp as we've seen him command-wise. You know, obviously the pitch count got up there a little bit. <laughs> I know he would have liked to have gone deeper in the game, but... You know, we really didn't want to go much uh, farther over 100 pitches. So a uh, nice job by Logan tonight. Continues uh, to, to move along in the right direction. And probably got through that game with maybe not as sharp as stuff as we've seen him have in the past. And I thought uh, you know, Swanee gave us a big inning and Munoz at the end. As the momentum of the game started to shift, you need those guys to come in and do their job. And they certainly did. So uh, they had the big seven-run inning tonight. Uh, took advantage of a couple of errors on their side. But we got big hits. Uh, with guys in scoring position, and uh, it was great to see. So uh, a great way to start the road trip. I know we got a lot of momentum going. Uh, it's been it's been hard to sit at home and watch, but it's been fun uh, to watch our guys go out and compete the way they are. And uh, you know, got a big trip ahead of us. And like I said, it's a great way to start this trip. Scott, how much communication did you have over the past week or so with the staff? And you know, also just how impressed were you with how Christopher stepped in? Yeah, I've had a lot of communication with the staff, as we always do. Uh, things didn't really change there as far as the daily routine and. And how we go about, you know, looking at, you know, lineups and how the game's going to play out and whatnot. I thought Chris uh, did a fantastic job. Tony Arnold just stepped in and did a really nice job at third base as well. So we've had to shift some things around, but uh, really credit to our players. Our players show up; they're ready to compete uh, every night, and, and we have a very good structure about what we do. So, you know, letting those guys take it and run with it, uh, it actually makes you feel good. Uh, to know what we have in place and you know, if you have to step out for a few days guys can step right up and fill your shoes how were you watching the games uh it was funny watching the games i mean those extra inning games there's so much going on and you know your mind is constantly thinking ahead well i hope they're thinking about this or how about that um i will say you know my wife asked me you know you're more nervous sitting at home or at the ballpark I think the energy in the ballpark, you know, it kind of it raises all the anxiety, you know, in you. You're sitting at home and you know, you're pulling for the guys and pulling for the team, but uh, it's not easy. It's not easy sitting at home. But thank God we're playing the way we are. It makes it a little bit easier when you're winning. Scott, strong start to the season, strong start to the road trip. What's been the key? Uh, balance. We're a very balanced ball club. It's probably the most balanced we've we've had as a team since I've been here. 
you know, our starting pitching has been very consistent. Our bullpen's pretty good. Um, offensively, we're putting some things together, and we're starting to put some bigger innings together. So, um, and, I, and I, the length of our lineup uh, is a big plus to that too. You know, guys are are grinding through at bats, creating opportunities. And tonight, once they made a couple mistakes, and when the door was open, we just rushed through it and, and put a big number up there. The seventh spot, obviously, with the two defensive errors, but you also guys capitalized on some timely ones on the home stand. Exploiting those mistakes, is that a characteristic of what good teams do? Well, I think, you know, when, you, when they give you an extra out or two, you got to take advantage of it. And we always, in the past, we haven't been able to do that. And that's a credit to our guys. Uh, our guys are really focused on what we're doing. We have a long season ahead of us, um, but we're excited about the start we're off to, and it's a good vibe around our team right now. Good vibes only, I guess, is, is the saying. Scott, four starts from Logan. Do you think we've seen a complete, you know, outing in terms of him having all his stuff, all of his pitches yet? Because he's talked about, well, this hasn't felt good, this hasn't felt good, and he's still allowed one run in four starts. Yeah, I don't think we've seen it all click for Logan yet, and that's pretty exciting. Uh, when you look at the type of pitcher he is and, and the stuff that he has and, you know, what the what the ceiling is, it's a very high ceiling for him. And, uh, you know, he, he's producing, he's getting us deep in ball games, he's, he's winning games, which is great. But he really hasn't had it all going in one particular game yet, so there's a lot to look forward to there. To produce like that, is it part of his, you know, he's so competitive, we don't see it, but you guys talk about it, just how competitive he is. He makes the one pitch a lot of times when he needs to in some situations. Need to make the one pitch execute one time, and he does. It. He does. He is very competitive, and uh, you know I think that's the one thing when you're around Logan on an everyday basis. Maybe you don't see it, but on game day, it's as competitive as anybody we have when he takes the mound. And, and our guys feel it when they're playing behind him. Certainly feel it in the dugout. You stay out of his way. It's his ball game. And uh, you know I went to take him out tonight. Uh, typical Gino was messing with him, wanted to get on me about taking him out in that point in the game. <laughs> Logan won't do it. <laughs> He's just too young yet. But. Uh, uh, the vibe around our team, I, I keep going there. It's it's really good, and it's a contagious vibe, and the fact that it's very positive. Guys are having fun, and uh, hopefully we can, you know, have a really fun road trip. It'd be great. Would you have thought in the middle of March or even toward the end of March that a guy would be able to go 104 pitches in his fourth? I mean, the, the way this spring went. Yes, I did. No, no, our guys came in ready to go okay. from the get-go, from Robbie Ray to what Logan's shown us, Marco. Flex, they've all been ready to go and, and take on a heavier workload. Um, you know, they were throwing their bullpens at home. They came in. It was nobody we had to say, oh, we've got to be careful on this guy. So um, that's a credit to the players. You know, during the lockout, they took it serious. They know eventually we were going to play. And, and when we did play, they're going to hit the ground running, and, and they have. Got in the beginning. I don't think you guys had a strikeout the bat to ball that you guys did. Put the pressure on. You kept the ball in play. I mean, how big is that for you guys? You've done that so much this year. It's been huge for our offense. You know, we talk a lot about the controlling the strike zone and taking the walks, but you know, reducing the strikeouts has been really big. You know, we didn't hit a lot of balls hard, but we kept putting pressure on them. You know, Frage gets a big hop over the first baseman's head and a huge hit. Um, you know, they don't they fail to turn a double play. We take advantage of that, but we are putting the ball in play, and good things happen when you put pressure on them, and that's what we've been able to do. So now the Mariners back at it against Tampa Bay tonight. They look for a series win again after coming off the sweep of Kansas City, beating the Astros and Rangers in series. Next time we talk, Mariners will be in Miami to take on the Marlins and then on to Houston for three after that. So it's going to be a really interesting stretch for the Mariners, but so far so good on this road trip. Ty France, as you know, has been one of the best hitters in all of baseball to start this season. Uh, among the leaders in every category you could possibly look at, just a blistering start coming off of 
being the American League Player of the Week. Shannon Dreher, excellent conversation with Ty France. Well, Ty, it's it's been fun watching what you did last week, and not because it was really, I mean, I guess it was a little different from what you normally do, but now people are seeing what you do. What has been different for you in the last week? Um, you know, I, I'm i just seeing the ball well right now, um, getting on time, swinging at good pitches, um, you know, and they're, they're falling. You know, baseball's a game of luck, and, um, you know, I'll use Winker, for example. He's hitting the ball hard right now, just right two people, and, you know, luckily mine are falling right now. Does he come up to you and say, stop taking all my hits? <laughs> no, you know, he's all for it. He loves, he's such a good dude, such a good teammate, and, um, you know, we're definitely happy to have him and Gino over here. Kind of along those lines, I mean, you know that there is luck involved. How do you prepare yourself for, do you need to even at this point, for when times aren't, as long as you're doing everything right and they don't fall? Yeah, I mean, you can only control so much, you know, as long as you're consistent with your pregame work and um, have a plan and an approach when you get in the box. It's, you know, really all you control. You get a good pitch and swing at that and, you know, let the cards fall where they do. And um, But, you know, you just have to simplify it as much as you can. You know, this game can be really hard and can beat you up, so... Um, you know, the simpler you can make it, the easier it gets. You make it look easy. And, I mean, you don't I, You have the results. You don't see the stress. I'm sure there are things that go on that we don't see. When was the last time that you were frustrated with something? Uh, I'll be honest. To start the year, I was actually kind of – I had a tough spring. Um, just wasn't feeling right in the box. And then um, you know, I think I had one good game in Minnesota, one in Chicago. But outside of that, you know, kind of – not feeling the most comfortable in the box. I think it was probably my first 20 at-bats. Um, and then working with J.D. and uh, Tony, just kind of get back to – we made one small adjustment and, um, you know, was able to start get back, getting back to feeling like myself again. Yeah, that's funny because in spring training we tell people don't even look at the results, but that doesn't mean that, you know, they're, you, you weren't comfortable. At yeah, I think it's more of a feeling thing. You know, you, you the hits, all that stuff, like that's, you know, great to have, but it's more of – okay, am I comfortable in the box? Am I getting good swings off on good pitches? Am I laying off good pitches? Um, so that, that that was more the feeling that I had that carried over to the start of the season. I wasn't feeling comfortable in the box. Something felt off. Um, and it was something as simple as, like, a you know, moving my hands a little bit. Um, and that got me back to feeling normal. So You talked about you're seeing the ball well, and people hear that all the time. What goes into that, and what does that mean to you? Um, I think it starts in like your pregame preparation, you know, understanding who's pitching that day and um, what their strengths are, and you know what you what they think your weaknesses are, and trying to like match that up, and um, you know, going into the game with a plan and an approach um, definitely helps a lot. And then once you get in the in the game, just stepping in the box and just competing. Um, you know, you want to try and get get pitches that start in certain windows, and um, you know, go from there. And I think as long as, for me, me personally speaking, as long as I'm on time for the fastball, I'm going to be in a good spot to hit. So, What are some of the things you tell yourself before you step to the plate? Um, you know, honestly, I try not to think when I go up to hit. Uh, hitting's hard enough as it is, so the more guys think in the box, the more they complicate it. And, um, you know, you just you, you want to simplify the game as much as you can, so if you can go into the clear mind and just know that trust, trust in your pregame preparation and all that, that'll take care of in-game stuff you did have a little bit of an adjustment period when you got up to the big leagues there there is one line that doesn't have a three in front of it (laughs) on your on your baseball reference page 
When you look at what young players like Julio, like Cal, and, and still very much like Jared as well, what they are going through right now, where are they in the process? What do you see there, having been there one time yourself? Yeah, no, I completely get what they're going through. I feel like a lot of it's very rare for someone to come come up here and just start dominating right away. Those are, you know, the very special special guys, which those guys have, have a chance to be. Um, but, you know, just... One started starting with Julio. Just watching his kind of his at bats and his maturity level is pretty cool. Um, you know, you don't really really see that from too many young guys who come up. And um, you know, he hasn't gotten mad that he's not having the success he had in the minor leagues. So um, just seeing his maturity level, and, you know, it, it's gonna it's gonna turn for him. Uh, you know, they they're getting their feet wet. They, you know, I think Jared might have just under 200 at bats now. And um, you know, it's coming. He puts the work in. Same with Cal. Like they, these guys work their tail off. So it's just a, it's an adjustment period. They'll they'll figure it out though. They'll be all right. Lastly, when you found out you were Player of the Week, uh, what did that mean to you? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, you know, especially to share that honor with Miguel Cabrera, who you know everybody knows what he's done in this game. And um, you know, this is my first ever Player of the Week award. So um, to be able to share that honor with him is pretty special for me. And um, you know, just kind of goes into you know how hard I've worked and um, you know it's nice seeing the, the results from it. Very cool to see the two names together. Ty, thank you. Yeah, thank you.